being mindful of your stress levels. Mm. So stress and sleep have some of the biggest impacts on testosterone. So if we're not sleeping and resting well, like deep sleep, we're not going to make testosterone. Hey, Real Health Podcast listeners, we're so excited you decided to listen to today's podcast. So this is a two-part series on how to optimize fertility, both for the male and the female. Before you make an appointment in my office, before you go to a doctor, my recommendation is the information we provide is information that is going to absolutely improve your fertility outcome. So sit back, take notes, and thanks for listening in to today's episode. Hey everyone, this is Dr. Barrett. I'm a board certified chiropractic physician with a passion and emphasis in functional nutrition. We can't wait to add value to your health as well as the health of your family. Thanks for listening in to the Real Health Podcast. Get out your calendars. We have something very exciting coming to the listeners and the community of the Real Health Podcast. Make sure to join us February 19th on a Saturday from 10 a.m. to noon for the first annual Real Health Expo. Bring your family, bring your kids, and enjoy a two-hour jam-packed event full of healthy living and local shopping. We can't wait to see you there at the first annual Real Health Expo. You are listening to episode 10 of the Real Health Podcast with Dr. B. Hope everyone is doing well and you had a chance to check out part one of the fertility series that Dr. Bear did on the female body and some, some hacks around that. Dr. Bear, good morning. Good morning. We're, good morning. We're, we're recording a little bit earlier than we're used to. Yeah, I'm good though, man. We're up. We're rolling. I got the coffee and uh, we're good to go. That's right. You didn't bring me coffee this morning. No, well, I'm not drinking it right now. I haven't, I haven't had any coffee for, I don't know, man, three weeks. Well, Actually, probably... Well, all of January so far. Why? So, Tell the uh, listeners why, because I don't even know this. Okay. Well, <laughs> the main the main reason is because I'm an addict to everything I do. <laughs> so, okay. so um, when I enjoy something, um, I, I like to do a lot of it, and so coffee is one of those things where I enjoy the the experience of coffee. I enjoy the flavor of coffee. Um, I enjoy the energy of coffee, but a lot of times that gets me in trouble because I consume a lot of coffee. And so I like to just kind of re-sensitize my body to caffeine. And so I'll go, um, during seasons of fasting, a lot of times I'll just switch to just herbal-based teas, green tea, matcha tea, um, as my primary source of caffeine. And that's, you know, very minimal, um, in, in the grand scheme of how much I'm getting from a caffeine standpoint. So I, th- I think it's just good reset and it helps me go back into appreciate coffee again. Well, let's just lead into right into a little get to know Dr. Barrett slash biohack of the week for Barrett. If someone wanted to switch out a, their coffee to another caffeine source, what's a good source that you would recommend? Green tea is probably my favorite, okay. um, but not like the way most people do green tea, um, which is like boxed crap green tea. Uh, what's what's that one? Brand? I don't know. I think it just bastardizes what's green the, tea. What's the one brand that's so generic? I used to have it in college. I often Tazo tea is common out there, but yeah. So again, 
take tea to the next level. So obviously, um, back in the day, man, they had this stores called Tea Havana, and they really kind of started in Atlanta. So you'd go to the store, and there was tea canisters, uh, massive tea canisters from tea all over the world. And you'd, they'd open it up, and they'd just whiff it, and you'd smell it and experience it, and then you'd go home and, and make it. And so the uh, tea that was like the highest end green tea at Tea Havana at the time is called Gyokuro. And Gyokuro is a Japanese green tea. Okay. I don't, I'm not a big fan of Chinese green tea. Um, it's Japanese green that's, that's uh, picked and grown at a certain elevation. And then they they uh, shadow um, shade grow it okay. for a season. And anyway, what this does is it brings a lot of chlorophyll, um, a lot of L-theanine, a lot of the antioxidants to the surface. You, you realize that none of us know what that word means, euthyanine. L-theanine. Yeah, it's like a <laughs> modulator of neurotransmitters in the brain. It just kind of helps keep... Again, what, what does uh, that mean? Uh, yeah. So, okay. when Just quick. How about that? We yeah. L-theanine <laughs> just creates this uh it's an it's an amino acid okay but what it does is it affects all your brain hormones in a beneficial way without letting your brain get too stressed um so it just kind of gives you a nice even keel type of mood ah, okay okay perfect um so what gyokuro is is this is like <laughs> going back to it because again it's like my my passion is uh it brings all this incredible content and they only pick the top layer of this of this huge tea bush and those top leaves are what they call gyokuro now this is from more of a sencha base is like the lower grade of green tea uh but that gyokuro has this uh they call it umami flavor and so <laughs> I know I'm kind of geeking out. So anyway, I, I'm so I'm so. This big. wasn't planned for the listeners, by the no, way. No, this wasn't planned. Yeah. I just want to drink it right now. Um, it's one of those things where I got so into it. I mean, we're talking about. I can tell. Almost, <laughs> I think it was about thirty-two dollars per two ounces of this tea. What? Yeah. You but you can steep it three or four times, so you get a lot of bang for your buck out of also it. Also, just eleven dollars per for a tea. <laughs> That's right. Um, but. Here's the crazier thing. Oh, okay. It goes, it goes to another level. $32 for two ounces already got me crazy. So I'm like, so. hey, it's got to be cheaper somewhere. So Tiavana shuts down because Starbucks buys them out and shuts down their stores, which is terrible. Okay, but it's what they plan to do. And now they just go back to box tea and Starbucks. Well, I wanted to find like the pure source of Gyokuro. So <laughs> I'm like ravishing the internet. And I find this... Like true Japanese farmer, right? And Please tell me you called him. Oh no! Like <laughs> it, it had to be interpreted. So it's all through email. So, and long story short, he's like, "Hey, our next harvest is now." But I had to purchase um, ten kilos. <laughs> ten kilos. Okay, we're talking about twenty-two pounds of green tea. <laughs> He, and so he says, uh, we're willing to wholesale to you. I said, yeah, I, I own a, a health and wellness you know, facility. And he said, uh, so the, you're, you have to order 10 kilos of this Gyokuro. And it comes in 100 gram little packages. So I was like, okay, what's that cost? And they're like, $2,000. I was like, okay. 
how do I send the money? And they wanted me to wire it. So I wired this farmer. You can't stop laughing. I'm sorry. It's your story. I wired this farmer $2,000. I did. I wired this farmer in Japan in the... Uh, and uh, in the Uji province of Japan. You know the province, too? Oh, yeah. I, I, I vetted them hard. But there was still this, like, probably 30, 40% of me that was thinking, this is probably not legit. But I was so determined. So so I wire him two grand, okay? <laughs> and I get 22 pounds of tea that just arrive at my door one day. All Japanese processing, like, like didn't understand anything. The greatest tea ever. It lasts me about a year. <laughs> More so, of the story, if you're drinking green tea right now, you're probably not drinking anything No, like what Dr. Baird has no, been drinking. No. So I, I usually mm. recommend most people switch to uh, green tea. Um, matcha. Matcha is, a, is actually gyokuro uh, in a powder form. Okay. So that's something that most prob- people probably don't know. But you always have to drink ceremonial grade matcha. Okay, because there's different forms of matcha. There's cooking matcha, which is very low quality. You want that? You don't want that. Um, but ceremonial grade matcha, it's about thirty dollars for a little little tin. You don't need much, but that's a great way to fight cancer. Give you some good quality antioxidants. Give you that amino acid called L-theanine. Give you some nice natural energy levels. So most people, I recommend green tea as a. You don't have to wire two thousand dollars <laughs> to a province <laughs> in Japan. That, my friends, was the best get to know Dr. Barrett biohack of the week. I think we could end the show right there. To be honest with you, yeah, the, the best part that was totally unscripted. <laughs> totally unscripted. Goodness gracious, part two of fertility, specifically male fertility today. I do want to um, just highlight again. Real Health Expo, Saturday, February 19th from 10 to 12 at the Health Factory. Make sure you guys bring your family. It is going to be an absolutely jam-packed Saturday morning. It's going to be fantastic. We can't wait. Um, We're probably going to have a booth set up and make sure you come by. Maybe drop in some recommendations for future episodes. If you are not a client of Dr. Baird, of course, you maybe could get some time there with him. It's going to be a fantastic day. Before we jump into it, I do want to read the review of the week because these are absolutely, these are these are amazing as well. This one comes from a good friend of ours, Joy Stevens. Come on, Joy. Joy just actually had a birthday a couple of days ago, so happy birthday, Joy, first happy off. Happy birthday, yeah. So Joy says on Apple Podcasts, bolstering my resolve. Thank you, Dr. Bear and Lane, for bolstering my resolve to choose a healthy lifestyle for me and my family. This podcast is so life-giving and honestly... There were years when I felt like I was alone in the health shifts I was making in our own home. Our family still has room for improvement, which is why I love listening and learning each week with the Real Health Podcast. Thank you for showing up and sharing knowledge that is applicable for anyone on their health journey. Can't wait for future episodes. Joy Stevens, thank you very much. We really appreciate it. If you haven't gone over, give us a five-star review. Leave us a review like Miss Stevens did, and we'll read it on the air here. Thank you very much. Part two, male fertility. Let's jump into it. Any statistics it. you want to share? Uh, probably the first one is the most staggering, and this is one that, again, we don't think about it being as much male as it is female, and I don't know necessarily why. It's probably because males don't want to talk about their health, and they don't want to talk about their sperm. But the reality is 
males have research shows up to 40% involvement in the primary cause of infertility. 40%. 40, why? I mean, well, what, what do you, where do you think that comes from? Yeah, there's a few, there's a few things that I want to talk about today, the, the whys. Um, but it's a lot of times I think males don't really think about their health a lot. Like, we're, you know, the female's a little more intuitive. They're a little bit more um, just kind of a, hey, my body doesn't feel right. I want to look into this. Males are just kind of a, hey, let's just keep grinding. Let's keep moving. Let's keep going. Um, I'm good. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. You know, that type of mentality. Um, until it is broke and they can't fix it, you know. So um, that's why the majority of my practice is moms and kids, you know, because a lot of times the dad isn't leading their family mm -hmm. in healthcare. But um, I know quite a few that, that do, and this is a very important thing. So whether, so whether you're a, um, a wife that is listening for your husband um, or whether you, as a husband, are are looking to invest in your family, these are these are really important things that we have to talk about. Is how to how to boost testosterone naturally, uh, how how to improve fertility naturally, and so those are the things we're going to talk about today. I know when we were walking through that season, it seemed as if there was a glowing um, light on the female on Chelsea, my wife, when really. It was like, okay, hold on a second. Let's take a whole picture view of this and make sure that both parties are good here. And so I think this is such an important piece of it because I've heard of some stories and some friends that they can go through an entire journey in understanding or, or learning that it was the female, but really they could have probably taken a, a, a look at the male and it actually was the male. And it took quite a long time for them to figure that out when it could have just been fixed in the very beginning. So I'm glad we're doing this episode today. Yeah, it's really simple. I mean, get a sperm analysis. You know, so that's my first kind of take-home message. If you're looking to optimize fertility, get a sperm analysis. It's so simple, mm -hmm. you know, compared to everything that's usually we have to run and do a, a female hormone workup. Male is pretty simple. Yeah. Um, and if there's anything irregular there, then obviously we can, we can jump on it. Perfect. Five things, is that kind of that way you want to talk about this? What's a what's the good way that you want the listeners to walk away with? You know, bullet points, myths, what do you want to, the listener to walk away with? Well, I have, a, I have a few points to reference in, in regards to optimizing male fertility. And then, I mean, every male wants to learn how to increase testosterone Correct. levels. Mm -hmm. And then maybe just a couple like myths uh, I'll give you one right now. Okay. Um, so a lot of people think, oh, underwear doesn't matter. Uh, but underwear does matter. Ooh, that's a good one. Isn't it a good one? So um, boxers versus briefs. Research shows that the more brief style, uh, which is more the compression style, does definitely decrease sperm um, production. And I'll, I'll be back. Yeah. <laughs> it's because mainly... Uh, it keeps the testicles higher up, and so it leads to a higher temperature, which decreases sperm motility and sperm production. So that's why, I mean, if you don't want to have babies, roast your balls in a hot tub. <laughs> okay, so that's, 
that is that is that is a uh, so that's, that's actually true. It's actually true that uh, if you're trying to improve fertility, that you want to wear loose clothing or you know none at all. If you have been a male your whole life and you have worn those tight compression shorts and pants and they and you've never worn something like a boxer brief mm-hmm. i mean how long can it take to reverse the oh pretty quickly oh, cool. yeah okay. it's 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 temperature production and sperm um you know are constantly going through fluctuations of production so okay, okay. um it's i mean very very quick turnaround it's not long-term damage that no, you've done because you're really just heating the current um production um of sperm, so it, as soon as you you remove that, you know, wait a couple of weeks for a new sperm to, to develop, then temperature is going to be great. Well, you may be seeing a lot of people that listen to the Real Health Podcast walk around with no underwear. Yep. So there we go. Mm-hmm. Come on, free them. Any other myths or some more bullet points um, with male fertility? Yeah, let's. I've got I've got like five points cool. for let's optimizing male fertility. Okay. So the first one is um, limit your caffeine. So there was research that shows too much caffeine does absolutely affect sperm production and sperm motility. Okay, and so the main the main mechanism of high dosage caffeine is that it raises cortisol, and too much cortisol will directly affect testosterone production and conversion, estrogen, DHEA levels, which are an adrenal hormone. So if we think about testosterone production, it's made from mainly the testicles, but there, but it, testosterone is also made from the adrenal glands indirectly. So the adrenals will make a hormone called DHEA, and then DHEA is converted to testosterone. So the uh, the first kind of bullet point is limit caffeine, and typically that is, you know, a couple hundred milligrams a day. I think is fine. Um, couple cups of coffee, tea, that's fine. And then really try to eliminate all caffeine past two o'clock so that you can make sure you're not bumping that cortisol up towards the latter part of the day, especially at night before bed when a lot of hormone production happens. So first bullet point is limit caffeine intake. The two o'clock time frame that I've heard you, you've referenced that before, is that based off of the What's that based off of? Someone going to bed at a certain time, or is that just a two o'clock? It's the half life of caffeine. Okay. So it's about it's about seven to eight hours where caffeine is completely eliminated from your body. And so if you you know take a person who traditionally sleeps at you know, nine ten o'clock, then we want to stop around that two o'clock mark so that caffeine is kind of fully out of the body and that we can start making that melatonin at night. Perfect. Okay, that's a good one. Caffeine. Limit caffeine. 200 milligrams. No more coffee. Don't order kilograms from a Japanese province. <laughs> Number two. Eliminate alcohol. Um, so alcohol is probably one of the biggest um, concerns I have when meeting with people that it directly affects a, a few things, particularly the liver. So too much alcohol consumption will Im- impede Um, hormone metabolism, which directly affects estrogen and testosterone levels. And you don't want a male to have too much estrogen or they're going to have, you know, in essence, male boobs. Mm -hmm. Okay. And you don't want them to have too little testosterone, but alcohol does that exact thing. So I just recommend eliminating it 
Now, there's another reason it affects male fertility, and it's because alcohol produces free radicals. Free radicals are um, these little molecules that damage our cell membrane. And sperm are just very, um, I guess, non-protective. They don't have a great antioxidant system, so they're very vulnerable to free radical damage. And so the, a couple of things is when we do consume higher alcohol content, then we're creating a lot of free radicals that are damaging our sperm. Now, the big issue with that is one, it kills the sperm, but two, sometimes it damages it, but doesn't kill it. And so this can create genetic mutations. And there's actually research that shows alcohol consumption, um, marijuana consumption, and obesity, those three have been linked to things like Down syndrome. Now we think, oh, that's the female. Again, we go to the female must have some genetic reasons. They're over 40 years old. Well, no, the male, when their testosterone, when their sperm is injured, it's going to alter their genetics. Well, uh, half of the genetics of that child will come from the male. So even just what we, we need to think about is not just can I get pregnant, but how healthy can my pregnancy be, mm -hmm. right? And so the, what, the way your, the health of your sperm t today will affect the health of your child when they're born. Um, and so for me, I'm just saying, hey, let's, let's eliminate alcohol um, and, or, or, you know, maybe a drink a week. Like, that's okay. Yeah. Last week in the part one female fertility series, you made mention that what the females are doing a year past or a year, like, you know, you can do things for a year when it comes to male sperm and their, um, what terminology do you want to, their, their strength per se. Sure. How long does that, if someone has been, let's say, consuming alcohol every single day for so long and they listen to this episode and they say, okay, well, before we start trying for a kid, like, let's do this for how long? How, yeah. Is there a time frame? I would say a year. Okay. Because um, now we're not just talking about sperm production. We're talking about an overarching issue of health. Mm -hmm. And their body is probably so depleted of antioxidants that it's going to take a long time to rebuild those antioxidants that they've been overweight, you know, drinking alcohol, um, for for months or years, mm -hmm. it's it's gonna take it's gonna take months to a year to reverse that free radical damage and to supply enough nutrition to keep a healthy environment. It's kind of interesting because you think, and as you're, as you're talking, and I'm sure we'll talk about more in the bullet points, but it's almost as if you know the male is just the sperm. Good, go you know here's here's meet the egg. You're good to go. It's sperm as a sperm, but it doesn't sound like it is. Yeah, it's half your gen genetic material of that baby. Wow. So it's, it's pretty critical to make sure that you have a, a good soil for that seed to grow. Mm -hmm. And if we don't like the harvest that we're producing, we got to look at the soil that we're planting in. That's good. Caffeine, alcohol, number three. Um, consume more nuts and seeds and fish. So fish, and particularly cold water, higher omega-3, low mercury content fish is really, really good for providing the fat that test testosterone needs to be built off of, 
but also just overall the membrane, the cell health of the sperm. So high omega-3s are really important. So always increasing fish, nuts, seeds. There's actually research on the Mediterranean diet, which is mainly fish, nuts, seeds, as a, as a great way of improving fertility. And so um, usually a couple, at least two, uh, maybe three servings of fish a week. Uh, cold water, Alaskan salmon is a great option. Um, sardines is a great option. And, uh, and, and so, and then nuts, seeds like Brazil nuts, walnuts are really good options for higher omega-3 content, flax seeds, chia seeds as well. Can you supplement? You can, and I actually recommend it. About 3,000 milligrams a day of fish oil. Um, of a good quality omega-3, 3 grams or 3,000 milligrams a day is a good dosage of improving omega-3, especially if you're not consuming a lot of cold water fish. The fish oil <clears throat> market, there's a lot out there. I think I've asked you this question when it comes to probiotics, but with fish oils, can you tell whether it's refrigerated or if it's a shelf? Like what is good, what is not good, what to look out for? There's two things you want to look for in fish oil. The first one is called TG, or true triglyceride form. True triglyceride form. So this is a type of fish oil that's bound to a triglyceride molecule that allows absorption to be a lot better. So that's the first thing. And then the second thing is you want it to have antioxidants in it. A lot of times these high quality fish oils will have like rosemary extract in it or a certain other antioxidants like vitamin C that just help protect the fish oil, the oil itself, from becoming rancid. And, um, and yeah, refrigeration I wouldn't say is as important as the antioxidants that's, that's in it. And I'll just tell you, you're going to spend at least 40 bucks, at least $40 on a good quality fish oil. If it's $20, it's not a good quality fish oil. That's good. It's important. Yeah, it, you are going to pay higher price. Um, but again, you want something that's actually going to do the job it was designed to do, not just take a product just to take it. Correct. Number four. Um, it was kind of going back to the free radical thing, but consume more antioxidants. So Kyokuro green tea from Japan. <laughs> blueberries, right? So high, high potency antioxidant fruits, blueberries, raspberries, strawberries are going to be really good. Um, and any other antioxidant that you have in the house that you can consume is as simple as like vitamin C, vitamin E, right? Vitamin A, those are all great. Glutathione is great as a supplementation, but we want to try to get as many antioxidants from our diet as possible from our nutrition. So that's going to be mainly plants, um, fruits that we're going to get a lot of that from. And antioxidants, again, are supporting that free radical damage that's occurring to uh, sperm motility and sperm production. So higher antioxidants. Number five. Um, this is, this is um, pretty important. We talked about it last week, but being mindful of your stress levels. Mm. So stress and sleep have some of the biggest impacts on testosterone. So if we're not sleeping and resting well, like deep sleep, we're not going to make testosterone. And if we're really, really stressed, we're making a ton of cortisol then our adrenals aren't going to be making a hormone called DHEA, which converts to testosterone. Just like we talked about last week, you're either fight or flight, feed or breed. You're not both. So in stress, you're fight or flight. In rest, you're feed and breed, okay? Digestion, reproduction. So the more we can manage our stress, 
through activities like training, working out, okay, relaxation, breath techniques, getting good sleep, then the better our production of sperm will be. Stress is such a key component in just overall health in general. I mean, I've heard it, we've alluded to it multiple times, and the correlation with cortisol. And I mean, it's just remarkable how much stress can impact just about everything in your life. Exactly right. What, any other myths? Yeah, I got one more. Okay. <laughs> this is, this is, uh, so imagine if you had a male and you just shot him up with x-rays between his legs for like an hour a day, every day. X-rays. Okay. X-rays. You okay. just pushed a button okay. and shot an x-ray, radiated his balls. Oh, okay. You know okay. what I'm saying? Okay. Just radiate okay. the balls, radiate the balls for an hour, right? <laughs> you think like, oh, there's no way those balls are healthy. But what do we do every day when we put a laptop on our wow. lap or a cell phone in our pocket? There's clinical research that shows cell phone and laptops close to testicles mm -hmm. will destroy them. I mean, it will create free radical damage, genetic damage of that sperm, and will literally alter your ability to conceive wow. as well as create genetic mutations that can result in problems within the child as well. Isn't that crazy? Well, I mean, how to, okay, so we're hooked to these things. We are. And we're hooked to those laptops. Yeah. I, what if, do you do? If you have a laptop that you kind of like do a lot of work at home on your on your lap. Isn't it crazy? Those things are called laptops. Uh -huh. <laughs> I mean, they're going right in to the sweet spot. Uh -huh. you, you can, they actually make EMF blankets. We have, we have one of those. Yeah. yeah, we have one of those. Yeah, so um, you, they're only, um, you know, usually about 18 by 24 inches. And you just put it over your lap underneath the, uh, the laptop itself, the computer. Mm -hmm. and, uh, and then you go to work. Okay, so that's one option. Another option is something that we talked about during Christmas time. It's called Aries Tech. Yes. So they make EMF protectors that you can, uh, like little cards or little almost like stickers you put on your phone or laptops, mm -hmm. and that draws the EMF from your balls to to that actual uh, uh, microchip yep. and can alter the EMF signaling. Because again, right, Earth's frequency is 7.83 hertz. Your cell phone's frequency is 5 billion hertz. That type of frequency is literally cooking your balls. <laughs> I mean, let's call call what it is. Yeah, yeah. You're microwaving your balls. The Aries tech that Dr. B just referenced, if you go back to the bonus episode, five gift ideas for the biohacking person in your life, you can go to the show notes on there, and we actually linked the Aries Tech link, and um, it's it's hooked to the Real Health Podcast, and so also there, there'll become a, a discount with that as well. Um, as far as anything else you want to add? Um, let's talk about testosterone optimization. Okay. Testo uh, Before we jump into this, I think testosterone, it's such a, it's such an, for, for me, on the outside, I don't see patients like you, but it just, it seems like it's such an interesting market where the the testosterone shops are popping up and you can get a testosterone shot and you can go get tested. It's such an interesting thing that men are targeted boosting your testosterone. Like, well, how do I, what's a good testosterone? What's not a good testosterone? Why are you telling me my testosterone's bad? Like, it's just an interesting 
market that's been created to target men. Well, it's probably because men aren't targeting their health, and so they're deferring to someone else. And when you, again, do what an American does, you're going to get what an American gets, which is low testosterone. Yeah. Low testosterone is really because you got a stressed lifestyle full of junk food um, that you're not strength training, you're not being mindful of stress, you're not supplementing with what your wife wants you to supplement with that's putting on the counter for you. <laughs> And so uh, you're going to get low testosterone levels. And so, you know, naturally, why am I so tired? Why am I, you know, well, then you go to the doctor and say, hey, you have low T. Here's a gel. Here's a cream. Here's a shot. And uh, we're like, oh, man, now I feel great. And so then we get caught up in the, hey, I'm going to testosterone for the rest of my life. But I have people that come to me all the time and they sit down and say, have low T. I'm like, all right, well, let's get it up. I say eliminate, and these are, these are the, the, the things. Um, eliminate alcohol, reduce stress, increase protein and fat consumption, decrease sugar and carbohydrates, get quality sleep, strength train, and your testosterone levels will come up. Like, that's how you get them up. But, but men want a quick fix. Sure. So there's some quick fixes. Get a red light, put it on your balls every day. <laughs> I've got one right here, actually. Yeah. There's actually truth uh, uh, to that, that, yeah. you know, red light therapy, uh, increased metabolism, testosterone production um, of, of your body. So literally red light therapy right on testicles. Okay. All right. Then um, if you want a quick fix, uh, tea form is a great natural supplement. Tea form, T F O R M from Phoenix Nutrition. It's what I put a lot of people on um, because it has just some really good herbs in it that help the adrenal glands, maca, ashwagandha. It has some precursors to testosterone, like fenugreek, um, horny goat weed, and then it has some vitamins like B6, B9, selenium, and zinc that are very good for testosterone production. And that's not necessarily a quick fix. That's more of, hey, supplying the body with the nutrients that you, you haven't been getting from your diet, and that way we can boost testosterone levels um, You know that way. What is happening? I've actually always wondered this. You go into a pop-up testosterone, and they change you up with depot testosterone. What, what is that? It is just straight up testosterone. It's a synthetic testosterone that's being that's being pumped into your body, and so that testosterone acts on you know your cells to drive the effects of testosterone. A lot of times that's muscle growth and you know energy levels, but no, that's just a synthetic testosterone, just a synthetic form. It is, yeah. Mm-hmm. Male fertility, the five. Caffeine, alcohol, more nuts, seeds, fish, more more antioxidants, reduce stress, rest. We got some myths. Anything you want to get, leave the men with? Yeah, so again, like I think you saw, said at the beginning, um, think about fertility a year from now. Not today. Start investing today in the future of not just fertilization, but cr- trying to create the healthiest baby you can. And do it for your do it for your wife, do it for your family. Step up to the plate and uh, 
and, and start doing some of these just simple everyday activities. And hey, listen, even if you're not trying to have a baby, these simple things are gonna help optimize a male's hormonal system that's going to help them tremendously stay out of the cycle of going to a pop-up shop and getting some testosterone. It almost seems like this is kind of like an overarching just male, let's feel good, let's feel better episode as well. That's right. That's amazing. Reminder, Saturday, February 19th, Real Health Expo at the Health Factory for 10 to 12. Um, Anything else you want to add? That's it. Let's do it. Thanks, guys, so much for listening to the Real Health Podcast, part two of fertility, specifically on the men. If you like this episode, make sure you share it with the men in your life or anyone in in your life that you think would benefit from this. We will see you next time on the Real Health Podcast with Dr. B. Before you hit X, hold on one second. Hey, thanks so much for listening to the podcast today with Dr. B. Two things that would really help the Real Health Podcast movement. One, share it on your social media, your Facebook, your Instagram, wherever you're on a social network. And two, if you go to Apple Podcasts and you scroll down, give us a five-star rating and give us a review. Thanks so much for your time, and we'll see you next episode.